You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. Guys, I'm excited to officially announce, maybe this is a second official announcement, but we finally got everything really in order here. We are doing live training, live training boot camps. So what does that mean? That means that you can join us on a boot camp that we're doing in various cities across the U.S. right now. And there are a bunch of dates on the calendar. I'll tell you what those are in just a second. But you can also check it out at tripadvice.com slash live training. Again, that's tripadvice.com slash live training. Live training is all one word, no dashes or dots or anything like that. So if you go to tripadvice.com slash live training, you'll see some dates for boot camps. A boot camp is where you get to work with an instructor over here at TripAdvice and go out for a full weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, going out, approaching women, getting over your approach anxiety, learning how to flirt, verbally escalate, physically escalate, get numbers. You will walk away from this weekend with a full skill set on how to approach and exactly what to do, how to be able to build attraction with the woman in person. And I know a lot of guys have been giving up on online dating, which I don't think you should be doing, but a lot of guys have, and it's just, it's just not the, uh, the way to do it. You know, you still need to be doing that, but I understand because they are, you're also doing a lot more approaching and approaching is becoming so much more popular and guys are starting to figure that out. I know there's been a dip because of the Me Too movement. Guys have been scared to do it, but I think that there's something happening now and the culture is starting to shift and we're doing it a lot more. And if that's the case, women are going to start to be ready for it. And for you to get good at it, you can join one of our boot camps. Now, the dates are as follows. Right now we have a date in March, or actually no, March 1st, Vegas, that is sold out. Okay, that one's done. We have a couple spots left for Miami, March 29th. We got Austin, Texas, April 26th. We got Los Angeles, May 24th. We got Vegas, June 14th. And more dates are going to start to come out as the year progresses. So go to tripadvice.com slash live training, and you can see those dates, and then you can hop on a call with us, and we can explain more in detail how boot camp works, and also give you other options. If you're interested in the boot camp, but you hear about some other options because you want to do some virtual virtual coaching, we do have packages where you can get all of the above. We give you really good deals on it. We're here for you, and so we're just so excited. This has been a long time in the works, getting this all together and being able to successfully have enough coaches and enough times and slots to be able to do this on a consistent basis. And if we start to sell some of these out, which you know the March 1st one, which is around the corner, has already sold out. But the other ones, once they, once they start to sell out, we're going to put even more dates on the calendar uh, that will be before June, even though right now you know we're out to June in terms of the different options. And if you don't see your city here, that's okay. A lot of people don't live in these cities. We pick these cities because they're just great places to learn approaching and go out and they're going to be warm and it's going to be fun. So it's going to be just an awesome time. And we'll try to do more and different various cities as time goes on. But right now, you know, Vegas, Miami, LA, those are some great spots. So go to tripadvice.com slash live training and check it out. Now, today we're on a weekly wingman every week, giving you a new actionable tip. Today we're talking about how to be funny. I also like to say how to develop your sense of humor. 
I have taught dating and attraction for now coming up on 13 years. That's how long I've been teaching it. Now, if we talk about actually how long I've been learning it and how long I've been just in this field as a student, we're probably going about 16 or 17 years, something around there. And so one of the things that I've I've seen that is the hardest to learn is how to be funny. And that is something that can be very effective with attraction. Women do like men who are funny. The reason why is because, of course, the obvious A, it feels good to laugh and you want to be around people who are funny because it's a fun time. But B, there is this confidence that is shown through someone who is funny. It actually shows women, this is, by the way, this is studies done by David Buss, who is a evolutionary psychologist, and he found that humor is a way of portraying to a woman that you're good socially and that you're good with people and that you don't have a lot of fear and that you're just very effective, right? Everything, a lot of, a lot of attraction comes down to when it comes to women being attracted to men, a lot of it comes down to, are you effective? Can you provide results? Can you be a provider for her? Are you someone that has the capabilities and behavioral traits that show that? And so being funny is one of them. Now, it is one of the hardest things to learn. It is one of the hardest things to teach. There are a lot of things you can you can look up out there in terms of like books. I, I've even read a couple books. They're, they're not very helpful. They're kind of cheesy. It's a little bit hard to learn it due to the fact that some of sense of humor is just developed over a long period of time and it can be more innate in some people. You know, I don't know if I consider myself to be a super funny guy, but I'm, I'm definitely good at cracking jokes on the spot. I think that was just the way I was raised. Those jokes were going on when I was raised and that's something that I learned. But another way to actually learn how to be funny if you weren't raised that way is something similar to this. So the tip today in terms of how to actually learn this more difficult personality change is by spending time around people who are funny. You spend time around people who are funny. And I know that some of you, maybe a lot of you, don't have people in your life who are funny. Guess what? I'm not telling you to spend time around people who are funny in person. I'm telling you to spend time around anyone that's funny. It can even be virtual. So what happens here is if you are going to watch a lot of stand-up, watch a lot of comedy, watch a lot of funny movies, and you spend your time just absorbing that kind of delivery, that kind of humor. And of course, it should be something that makes you laugh, right? It wouldn't really work well if you're watching something and you're like, I don't find this funny. That's not going to do much for you. So this isn't going to be torturous here. You should just watch things that you find funny. If you go to Netflix, by the way, there's an endless amount of comedy specials that you could watch. I believe HBO has a bunch too. But yeah, Netflix has a bunch. You can even go on, you can go on YouTube, I'm sure, and just find a lot of stuff. TikTok has a lot of stuff and and even uh, Instagram and, and, and you can follow comedians and watch their reels and their videos and and just try to absorb that. So how this works is the more and more that you watch the things that are funny to you and it's interesting to you, you can start to mimic it. I've noticed that a lot of my humor and a lot of other people's humor, like my friends and people who have made me laugh, it's not it's not original. 
again, it's not people making like jokes, like, hey, you want to hear a joke? It's just kind of this dry, maybe sarcastic, in the moment, funny humor. And you can pick up on that and those tones when you're surrounding yourself by the people who are doing that. And I know that myself and, and friends, we're not developing or coming up with their own material. I don't sit down and write bits. My friends don't do that either. Other people who I've been around, I know they're not sitting down and going, what's something funny I could say? It's just a more in the moment kind of process. So I know this is, again, this is a hard thing to teach. So it's not the easiest thing to necessarily learn. It's going to take a little bit of time. You're going to have to spend time finding the things that you think are funny, watching it, dissecting a little bit of their delivery. And this doesn't mean that you have to be a stand-up comedian. This does not mean, mean you have to be the funniest person in the room, the class clown. But it wouldn't hurt for you to learn a little bit of humor, understand how people deliver the humor, where they're kind of coming up with some of the humor. Maybe it's someone who's doing everyday kind of bits. Maybe it's political humor. Maybe it's, you know, something related to dating and, and, and sex and relationships. There's a lot of that humor out there. Listen to it, watch it, absorb it, spend a couple of days just watching funny stuff and see where you can maybe mimic that style of humor in little conversations. Test it out when you're in a conversation with your friends or maybe on an approach or on a date Throw out something that could be funny based on the kinds of material that you're watching. Again, this isn't about stealing the jokes. We're not stealing jokes here. Although you, I mean, it's funny enough, you kind of can. I mean, there's a way that people do that. People sometimes, in order to be funny, will parody or mimic or even completely just say line for line something that they heard that was funny in a movie. You know, in cult, in the pop culture, we do this all the time. I remember, for example, back, this is back in the day, and this is like 2002, 2003, when Old School came out. If you remember Old School with Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, Luke Wilson, it was a Todd Phillips movie. The guy, actually, funny enough, he, he started to do more serious movies. He created Joker, but he created this movie called Old School about older men in their 40s who decided to start a fraternity. Hilarious movie. And there was this one scene where, uh, well, I guess, spoiler alert, one of the members of the fraternity, because he's so old, passes away. His name is Blue. And then Will Ferrell, when he's at the funeral, he's singing a song, uh, Dust in the Wind. And then afterwards, he's crying and he goes, you're my boy, Blue. And in that moment, it's really funny. And that was a, just a, a common thing that you would hear all the time between dudes when, you know, in any moment where you'd be saying something similar to encouraging someone, you'd be like, you're my boy, Blue, and it would just be funny. It wouldn't be people bending over laughing like, oh my God, that's the funniest thing in the world, but it's a funny moment. And that was someone just saying a line and we all know what that's from. So if there's anything that, and I don't want this to be too robotic for you, so don't just 
steal that. You know, obviously it should be a line that you like from a movie that's really popular. I mean, hell, I even do this sometimes where it might be a movie that people don't even know, but I just repeat the line in a moment. They don't know it's a movie line. They don't even know what's going on. It might not even make them laugh, but I don't care because it's funny to me and it makes me laugh. And that's another really important part about this. I don't want you to try to be funny in order to be funny. I know that sounds so funny. Nope. <laughs> We're saying a lot of funnies here, but you get what I'm saying. I, I don't want you necessarily to do it because it's an attractive thing. Do it because it's fun for you and funny for you and interesting and entertaining for you to say things that you think are funny. And then from there, people will either laugh or enjoy it, or maybe it will pass over their head and they won't know. And who cares? That's really a deeper lesson here. Even we can take this even further. This is a deeper lesson in attraction. The deeper lesson in attraction being that you are trying to do things that are attractive, but good for you. And then we have this great other outcome from it is that it happens to make you attractive. For example, besides humor, dressing well. You might want to dress well because what? It's it's more attractive. Women are going to find you more attractive. We groom and we shave because we want people to think that we're attractive. That's one way to do it. Or another way is you dress nice, you groom nice because you like it for you and you go, wow, I look good and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel confident, makes you feel more whole. And then guess what? We have that added benefit of other people are going to find it attractive as well. That's where I really want some of the deeper stuff to come from. Okay, but going back to being funny. That is one of the best tips I've heard is just surrounding yourself by the people that are funny that you like. Whether you know them or whether you don't know them. Try to dissect it a little bit. It's better to do that, in my opinion, than read tutorials on how to be funny. It's better if you just kind of watch things and laugh. And again, you don't need to be a stand-up comedian. That's not what I'm saying. This is not about studying how to be this joke maker or bit writer. That's not what we're trying to do. We're just trying to get some delivery down, understand what it is, and then be open to watching other funny material and comedies and things. And a lot of it's going to be testing. I mean, I have definitely cracked a lot of jokes over my time where they just didn't fall. And sometimes it's a risk and people would be, I'd even, I I could maybe offend someone. I've definitely offended people sometimes if I've ever said something. I can't think of an example to be honest, but I know there's been times where people were like, oh, that's, that's a little far, you know, (laughs) or something like that. And that's because humor is risk. You don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes you have to push boundaries to see how people are going to react. I mean, even I know you're not trying to be a stand-up comedian, but even the stand-up comedians, they themselves push their limits really far to the point where there are groups of people that don't like them. Like if if you're ever a fan of Dave Chappelle, I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan, and the trans community just, just hate him because he makes a lot of jokes about them. And that's, that's just what he does. He just doesn't care and he takes the risk and he just, whatever he finds funny, he finds funny and that's it. Not saying you should be making jokes about them or any sort of uh, specific race. I'm just telling you and trying to teach you that humor has some risk along with it where you could say something that could be super funny, could say something that could offend someone. And my point in saying this to you is to try it out and don't be scared 
because a lot of that risk is going to come with reward. High risk, high reward. Low risk, low reward. You could just be safe and not try to be funny at all, not try to do anything. And then nothing's going to happen. But I say you should try, especially if you're someone who wants to, to learn this and who wants to develop that sense of humor. So there you go. Today's weekly wingman tip, and I hope that helps. Don't forget to go to tripadvice.com slash live training, and you can book a call with us. We can chat with you, and we can see how we can help you get into one of the boot camps that we're doing over here at TripAdvice. Again, the link is in the show notes, and we hope to see you there, and we'll talk to you on the next episode.